Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Tomcat TV. Actually, today is more of a Tomcat talk. So that's kind of like a TED talk, except afterwards you don't feel like creating a startup or running a marathon or something like that. It's just an update for Tomcat for 2020. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about is <laughs> cloudy. Now I just finished, I think my third batch of cloudies and uh, they've been going pretty well so far, but I've been working on some firmware updates in the meantime. I have some of those updates uh, out there as beta firmware for testing and it's been going well so far. So I'm excited to share those new updates with you guys. And I think they'll be very useful. Another thing about Cloudy is I'm curious what you guys think I should, I should do to update Cloudy next. Like, what do you think I should add to it uh, feature-wise, maybe hardware-wise? Um, I think there's, I'm, I kind of want to add a, a screen to it so you can get some sort of visualization of what's happening. Um, there's some modules out there. I think the RE301, I think that's what it's called. It has a really cool visualization of all the effects that it does. So you can really see like what granular synthesis looks like on a, on a visual level. Um, there's not really that much room on Cloudy to have a screen, but I still kind of want one. So it, it might be like super, super dumbed down visuals, but I mean, that's something I'm really considering doing. So if you guys think that would be helpful, maybe I should, I should try harder and do that. So let me know. So some other Tomcat stuff I have going on. I have a bunch of circuit boards ready to go for daydreamers and super daydreamers and muffs and stuff. I'm just waiting on some enclosures for those. So, I mean, that's a little slow right now because of just, you know, the way things are right now. But um, I'm hoping to get those out in the next couple months. Uh, pretty much most of my time lately has just been going into cloudy stuff, especially cloudy software stuff. So... Yeah, I'll try and get all that stuff out ASAP. Yeah, so aside from that, I have a bunch of ideas for some new pedals, um, all different kinds of new things. But uh, since it's just me, those things will probably get pushed to 2021, just so I can focus on like, you know, what I'm working on in the moment, because it is just me doing this stuff. So we'll see. Okay, now we're moving from the Tomcat updates to the Tom updates. So now these are updates about me, about my life and stuff. So yeah, basically the past two years have been kind of crazy for me. I moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey and bought a house with my girlfriend. Now when I say crazy, I don't mean like bad crazy. I just mean crazy busy. So when I moved, I decided it would be a good idea to get a day job to help out with the mortgage so I wouldn't rely so heavily on Tomcat stuff that it would make me go insane. So uh, what do I do during the day? I work at an LED company and we make LEDs for signage and architectural lighting. And I am primarily in charge of lighting projects where the lights change color. It is exactly what the name says. It is a day job. It takes up my entire day where all I'm thinking about is Tomcat stuff. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping to get just back to Tomcat stuff. But you know, right now, it's kind of good to have another job too, especially one that has, you know, all that important health insurance stuff that adults have to deal with, right? Another crazy thing in my life that's been very busy is having a house. It 
is a ton of work. It's like a bunch of little projects that you have to do all the time. Uh, one crazy thing that happened with the house was, so for this story to make sense, you need to know how a one pipe steam boiler system works. How does it work? Well, you have a boiler in the basement of the house. What does it do? It takes water, heats it up into steam. That steam travels through a pipe that goes all throughout your house and branching off of that pipe are the radiators in each room. They fill up with steam and heat up. Okay, and then the other end of that pipe comes back down to the boiler that collects all of the water that condenses when the steam cools off. Usually in that pipe system is only steam. Okay, now this boiler needs to maintain a certain water level inside of it. Otherwise, it could get damaged. It could be very bad, actually. Normally what people do is once a week, they'll go down there and they'll check the water level. And if they need to add more, they just open a valve and it adds more water. Now there's another thing that some people do, which is um, they add this device called an automatic water feeder. What does that do? It digitally monitors the water level in the boiler. And if it gets too low, it opens up and it adds more water in. The person that owned the house before us added one of these automatic water feeders. And it was apparently working just fine until one night. One night it turned on and it didn't turn off. It filled up the boiler. The boiler was full. Where did the water go? The water went into the pipe. The pipe which only steam is meant for. That pipe that runs all throughout the house filled up with water. And where did the water go after it filled up that pipe? It came out these little vents in the radiators. These vents are there for letting the cool air out when the hot steam comes in. But in this case, they acted as little sprinklers that were watering the floors of all the rooms in our house for about two hours in the middle of the night. So I woke up and I heard the noise of the water feeder and I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't think it needs to go on. And then I walked around to all the rooms in the house and I saw the water just spraying out of these little vents. And I was like, oh my God, Helen is gonna kill me. I should clean up this water. Oh my God, I should turn the water off. So it filled up the entire top floor with water. And then that seeped through to the second floor. And then that seeped through into the basement. And then it pulled up in the basement. So it wasn't like four feet of water or anything, but it was enough water to saturate two and a half floors of house. But having a house is cool for other reasons. Like you can buy a bunch of vintage speakers and just fill up different rooms in your house with vintage speakers. I mean, that's a cool thing. Uh, one thing I've been doing a lot lately is going to estate sales and uh, getting really good deals on really nice old vintage stuff. Like I got these KLH speakers that are from like 1958 and uh, they were like a literal, like one owner speaker. And they were in like this mini mansion, but like if they made it in the eighties, I don't know. It made me think of like if the golden girls had like a room where they would play poker or canasta or whatever, and like drink like uh, brandy and talk shit about other people in like a really nice fancy room. And then they had these nice speakers up on the bookshelves. Uh, where they could listen to, I don't know, ABBA or something. <laughs> or, I don't know, talk radio. But yeah, I got those for super cheap. I was doing some research and I read that these KLH speakers were used as studio monitors in a CBS studio for television. So I thought, that's awesome. I'll just put them, I'll hook them up to my TV. 
So I hooked them up to a nice receiver and they really sound incredible. I mean, especially listening to movies, the, the range of like voice reproduction to like super heavy bass that comes through is amazing. You'd think that these were like some crazy expensive speakers. Pretty awesome for 50 year old speakers. I'm really happy about those. What's some other projects I've been working on? Oh, I don't know. I started this project called a word clock. It's a display of, of words and it, it lights up the different words that represent the time. So it says it is five o'clock or it is quarter past 11 PM. I think like two years ago, I started that project and uh, I just kind of got put on the back burner for a long time, but it was also the kind of project where I was making a video about the, the production of it. So, you know, part of finishing that project is finishing the video for it. So I kind of just wanted to wait until I had like a good amount of time to set aside to just finish that, but I'll have to do that. Another thing I've been doing is since I have a house now, I, and I work at an led company, I wanted to get like these custom house numbers made for the house. So it's like these physical numbers that light up for the house instead of just having like, you know, some numbers you get at Home Depot or something. When I had a studio in Brooklyn, there was this house down the street from it that had neon house numbers. And I thought it was the coolest, cleanest looking thing. And I thought, man, if I ever have a house, I'm going to do something nice like that. So I had some numbers made. They're these physical, cute little like flush kind of numbers. I had them made in China. I designed circuit boards for the inside that have programmable LEDs in them so they can do cool things. Um, I designed a whole complete custom like remote access controlled lighting system for them. And all I have to do is install them, but my town is very particular with installing any sort of like signage or like illuminated thing onto the outside of your house. And you have to go through like proper permitting and inspections and stuff. And I really just want to go ahead and do it. But I have this neighbor who's very, very nosy. And I know that they would definitely rat me out and get me in as much trouble as they could get me in if I just went ahead and did it. So that's kind of holding me back, but I'm going to talk to an electrician about it. Maybe see if, if I can go like, see what the easiest way to go about doing it is the proper way. So that's something that I've also made videos about the whole process of that. So that's something I'll put together. And uh, what else have I been working on? Another sign that I've been working on is a Tomcat sign. And I did a video on using JLC PCB's assembly service. So I thought, hey, why don't I just, why don't I just design a PCB? And each PCB is the, is a letter from the word Tomcat. And it's the, it's like the stroke outline. And along that outline, I have a bunch of individually addressable LEDs so that I can have it light up and do cool stuff and interactive stuff and whatever. The thing that's been been holding me up with that is that they keep changing the stock amount of the different LEDs that they have available for the assembly service. It's literally like me going back and forth in the actual design of the PCB with which LEDs they have in stock. So that's something I can hopefully finish soon. 
this is a lot of stuff i think i have to i have to just quit everything and just do this whole this project right oh i totally forgot to tell you i i have a car now i'm, I'm living in the suburbs i you need to have a car right so i have a 2014 prius and it's an amazing car i love having a hybrid even though people are that drive around me for some reason treat me like absolute garbage you know um i don't know why i drive just as fast as you do but anyways i've been doing little like lighting projects here and there with with my car for example i changed a lot of like the interior lighting to a different a different color temperature one that i like more i guess that's from working at an led company you you think like that i had this cool idea to put little cameras in my rear view mirrors so that I can see my blind spot when I'm changing lanes or whenever I put my turn signal on. I bought these like little composite cameras that are fisheye and I was going to mount them on my underneath my mirrors looking backwards. And then I was going to design a little PCB with like an Arduino or something. And it'll just listen for, for input triggers for like left or right or reverse or whatever and then it'll just turn on that camera in my center display like if i make a right turn signal it'll show that camera for like four seconds or whatever um so that's something that i want to make a video about as well <clears throat> eating cheerios yeah so those are some projects i've been doing in my free time that is free from work and from tomcat one thing that i've gotten into lately that i used to be into when i was a kid is space stuff so when I was a kid, my parents took me to the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever, right? Space stuff, going to space. I think every kid wanted to go to space camp from, from my generation. You'd see the Nickelodeon commercial of like a kid jumping in some like bungee thing, and I thought that's just what space was. It was some cool like zero gravity thing. But anyways, lately I've gotten really into like the whole SpaceX thing and like uh, the channel Everyday Astronaut and just like opening up my eyes to how really how vast the whole universe is and how tiny of a tiniest speck we are, but also how crazy it is that our world our ecosystem has everything that it needs to perfectly have us like physically survive and thrive as a species as a species as a species sees and how we are all the one human race and that is an incredible incredible thing is there another world out there that's like ours is there some other life out there? Is there some other universe in another galaxy that is the exact mirror of what we are and we're some sort of simulation because they are more advanced than we are and we're just living in their, their like video game, basically? I don't know. But it's just made me think about all this crazy stuff and like how special it is that we are on this ball that's traveling in this perfect little spot in the universe so that we can survive. And I think we should really like hold that sacred and not take it for granted. 
you know we get so caught up in all these other stupid issues but like we we can't we can't forget that we exist like that's that's such an amazing thing so uh, aside from that aside from my my space space is beautiful rant um i've been thinking about having a sort of a talk show like this but where i can t where i talk to my friends that influence me not just in like the pedal world like i have some friends that work in film stuff i have some friends that work in like branding and marketing stuff and they're all really cool people and they all do really interesting things i think it'd be really cool to talk to them and see what inspires them to keep making cool stuff especially during weird times like this where I feel it's very easy to just be like, world sucks right now, I'm not doing shit. Or like, I'm gonna do this when things get better. So, I think that's uh, some more stuff I'm gonna do. It's gonna be called Tomcat Talk, I think. And it's gonna be in video and podcast format. So you'll get to hear my voice. If you've watched this far or listened this far, thank you so much, I really appreciate it. You know, let me know if there's someone you want me to interview on here, and I'll try and make it happen. And if you haven't subscribed, consider it. The thing's right there. You can just do it, or you can follow this thing, whatever you want to do. And uh, I really appreciate it, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.